What's everybody? How are we doing today? Welcome to another episode of Soulcology. I am the Soulcologist, Asia Elaine, and I am actually really excited to talk about what I have to talk about today. I took notes. I have a whole, not really an outline, it's kind of like I said, just notes, but like, I'm more prepared for this than I have ever been for a podcast so you girls moving up in the world thank you very much um and so really like what I want to talk about because I feel like I feel like everyone ultimately has an idea of the time kind of person that they want to end up with in life like they have like a, a an idea of you know the qualities and um it's qualities that they want in a in a partner an eventual spouse you know what i mean um i you know i do think that a lot of times in in our current present millennial world you know dating is is really just basically a hookup culture and we're not really actually like dating people and it's all like all right, who can I, you know, hang out with long enough that I, okay, well, you know, we've been kicking it for a while and, you know, I like your vibe, you you know, good sex, good head, whatever it is. Like, and you just end up kind of just like, all right, we're together. And then, you know, um, but yeah, so there's not like an intentionality behind it, but, um, I feel like, you know, a lot of our, our desires and wants are superficial. It's like, you know, ladies, I want a man who's six foot three, you know, he got a beard, you know, he has, you know, whatever it is. And then, you know, guys, I want a chick who got a fat ass, who's, you know, just all these things that we want, or, you know, I hope she's a good cook, or I hope he makes this amount of money, or, you know, it just, it, it's, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having an image of your ideal partner. There's nothing wrong with having a type. There's nothing wrong with wanting, you know, someone who can cook, you know, because people got to eat. There's nothing wrong with wanting someone who makes a lot of money because people got to, you know, pay for things to survive in this world. But where I'm going is basically the fact that we need to be looking for other qualities though when we're really looking for the person with whom we're going to start a relationship it's about more than the lovey-dovey stuff it's about more than who you know it's fun to cuddle with it's about more than you know who can I you know just lay up and watch movies with all day who can I you know it's about more than that and while you know those things are important having chemistry with someone being able to be around someone is important and you know liking someone's vibe is important but it's like I said it's just deeper than that there's qualities that you need to have you know when you when you're thinking about starting a family you know because ultimately when you are in a relationship that should be the goal you know what I mean you don't need just company you don't need someone to just kick it with you don't need someone to just pass the time with you know what I mean the purpose of dating is not just to have someone in your orbit someone in your space you know a person the purpose of dating is truly to eventually well for one it's to prune you because your relationship your partner is your mirror so they're showing you things about you that you need to work on whatever conflicts y'all have is an internal conflict within yourself but 
for two, again, it's also for starting a family. You know, that should be the ultimate goal when you are in a relationship. And so when you think about starting a family, you have to think about the qualities of the partner you're going to raise children with. You know what I mean? You got to think about, you know, what what qualities are going to pass down unto your children. Um, There's a saying I heard a few years ago that's really stuck with me. And it's like, you know, when when you're dating, you need to look at this person and be like, what I want to have, like, you know, if you're a dude, like, what I want a daughter just like this woman. If you're a woman, would I want a, a, a son that acts just like this man? Because that's what you're going to get. You know, your children are half of you, half of your spouse. You know, they're, they're a, a, an aggregate of those qualities, of those traits. And so would you want a person, like, would you want to raise someone like this person? Would you want this person to raise your son? You know what I mean? Like, would they, would they have the qualities and qualifications to properly effectively raise a functional human being you know um and so that's kind of what I want to get into today uh we're going to be looking at Titus um chapter 2 verses 1 through 8 as the anchoring text for this conversation we're having today um and it basically just it speaks to more or less how to you know just be a a woman or a man of God, you know what I mean, and what those what 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 types of um not behavior but what types of i guess for lack of a better word right now fruit comes from living a life according to how divinity designed us right um it it speaks to being an example to men and women um and modeling grace right like it, it starts out saying teach the older men teach the or teach the younger men teach the younger women you know what i mean and and that's what you as a person you you are a role model to people you know and you know to teach you have to first know like a teacher like I can't go up you know to any school and be like hey I want to teach calculus I don't have the qualifications to teach calculus I don't know calculus so I would be leading these students astray you know same thing with the with the marriage or relationship like you can't teach a person qualities that you don't have you know what I mean and so it's important to when you're looking for and really you shouldn't even be looking for your partner looking for your spouse you really should be be just um waiting for for God to make that presentation to you of the other person because when you look you're looking like I said from your own I want a person who's 6'3 I want him to be a this I want him to da 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 and none of those things have real lasting value no no substantial value I want him to be play basketball okay cool but what's basketball I mean there are fundamentals to basketball and that's what Kobe really actually drove home and you know rest in paradise Kobe his daughter and every other family on that uh, helicopter that I it's unreal I still can't process it fully but that was his contribution to the game really because he's you know had such an analytical mind he was able to 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 take it outside of basketball and make it cerebral and really break down the principles and show you how you know the dedication to the sport and to the craft does bleed over into your life um 
but my point in, in bringing that up is like you know women just have these or men we all just have these superficial I want her to do I want her to be a, a dancer you know it's just like certain stuff where it's like you know that's not has any substantial value um and in being able to to teach the the people underneath you you know um because really we are only young ourselves for so long and so it's really not about our lives and making sure we are you know fulfilled it's about making sure that the generations underneath us you know have learned from our um example and um learning from our growth and so that they can kind of you know have not bypass because there's certain developmental milestones that we all have to take so not really you know they can skip um you know certain developmental things but it's like they can navigate them a little bit easier seeing someone else go through it and come out the other side you know so you got to be a teacher but anyway so that is enough of an introduction I want to get into these notes it's actually kind of a lot so this may be a little bit of a long uh one today but I think we will all come out of this um definitely strengthened and uh hopefully you know challenged to examine you know the types of relationships we're entertaining you know so starting at Titus chapter 2 verse 2 it says teach the older men to have self-control to be serious and to be wise they must be strong in faith in love and patience and this is you know the older it's teaching these men to have these qualities this man who has these qualities is the type of man that is worthy to submitting to as onto God. You know, I you know, I hear a lot of times people say that women don't want to submit and women nowadays don't want to submit to a man and they're too independent and too, you know, and I think a lot of times it is because we have to be independent because submission is not just a free pass for the man to tell the woman what to do and how to do it and just be the boss and be a you know what I mean dictator over the relationship you know um yeah so because Ephesians 5 22 and 23 says wives be willing to serve or submit to your husbands as unto the Lord for the husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church now what that means is that women it's not that we don't want to submit it's that we want to submit to someone who knows how to lead you know what I mean I don't want to submit and be led astray you know what I mean because it says submit to your husbands as unto the Lord that means because you are supposed to submit to the Lord that is what you know any true believers desire should be is to submit your will to divine will and let God's will play out in your life right and the the dynamic and the the creation um ladder basically is you know Christ is the head of the church and then head um you know the the man is the head of the household and then the woman is submitting unto the man or under the man right but you it's a because of the chain of command the man 
to be submitted to has to be submitted to Christ and live and 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 and, and have good leadership abilities. You know what I mean? He has to be able to be connected to wisdom um so that she can submit you know it's not that they don't women don't want to submit i think every woman i know even the most independent and strong ones want to have a man to you know i mean that's why you know like low-key why women I think women and men, why both of them would like to be, you know, like, hey, yes, daddy. You know what I mean? You want, because that, that father, you have, like, you, I will listen to you. I will listen to your guidance. I listen to your leadership because I trust you and I respect you. You know, so a man who is wise, who has self-control, who is serious, who is strong in faith, strong in love and strong in patience is someone who is worthy of submitting to because they have all of the necessary qualities. You know what I mean? Like, he embodies the attributes of the fruit of the Spirit. And actually, I wanted to... I I, I did a study on the fruit of the Spirit first, and I was actually going to record that one first. But this message, I think, is is really, you know, just something that's been, you know, uh, urging me to talk about. And I think I'm going to go talk about the fruit of the Spirit more in depth next episode. But basically, the fruit of the Spirit... Actually, let me go to my notes real quick so I can have it for you just real quick. Fruit of the Spirit is um sorry fruit of the spirit is true oh that's the armor of god sorry <laughs> uh sorry where's my notes i need i'm gonna I'm I'm memorize this stuff one day and get it right for you guys gonna be a better teacher but where i feel like i wrote it down wait where did it go um Okay, there we go. So the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Okay, and a couple of those was touched on in uh, Titus 2 and 2. But the fruit of the spirit is basically what you get when you are connected to God. But when you are living a life where you are allowing yourself to be a vessel for God, you inevitably start living being loving you start being good and kind and and patient and peaceful and faithful and having self-control and being gentle like it's just when you are living for god like you have no desire to live any other way right and so it's someone you can submit to like self-control is if he's able to be disciplined you know what i mean like you're the man any man should aspire to being disciplined you know what I mean? Because like I said, if he can lead himself and he can lead a relationship and he can lead a family, you know, if he's able to to not follow every desire of the flesh and not get, you know, just confused and discombobulated by the the little things that don't really matter. Like there's so much that's always going on in life. But to have self-control is to to be able to prioritize prioritize and 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 remain steadfast in what it is that you are trying to accomplish and and you have a a vision for what you're trying to accomplish you know what I mean um with seriousness this man is serious and that doesn't mean he he's not fun doesn't mean he doesn't you know know how to have a good time and know how to you know be loose and and be silly and, and laugh and all that good stuff but seriousness is is respectability you know what I mean it's like when you look at 
like Mufasa from The Lion King. You know what I mean? Like, he was a jovial old lion. You know what I mean? Like, he was making jokes and all kind of stuff. But at the same time, he was respected. You know what I mean? He was dignified. He was serious enough to know you knew that he had sound judgment. You know, he was he was leading from from a place of just clarity, which comes from being serious and being able to recognize the importance of certain things or importance of the situation at hand. You know what I mean? He understands the value of commitment. When you're serious, you are able to commit to what you say. You are able to commit to what you believe. You are able to commit to the people who are most important to you. You know what I mean? Like seriousness is just recognizing the value of of life ultimately you know what I mean and then wisdom you know again I I think I kind of already touched on this but wisdom it comes from you know it comes by grace you know what I mean wisdom is 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 deeper than intelligence wisdom is deeper than how much you know wisdom comes from revelation wisdom is is being connected to God and and seeing the truth from things you know what I mean and seeing you know just how you just see, you know, you just know how to move differently because you're wise and you're 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 connected to God in a way that just opens your eyes to the reality situations. I was just talking to someone last night and I was like, you know, wisdom is being able to look at someone else's life and and learn the lessons there so you don't have to go through them. You know what I mean? Because you're able to see what's really going on and you're able to move from a space of of just level-headedness, you know what I mean? And like I said, like this this type of man, you know, is 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 someone who you can submit to because they have all this guidance. They are connected to God. You know what I mean? Like when when you are wise, you are allowed to make good choices, beneficial choices because they're the choices, like I said, that are, you know, just revealed to you um without any 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 murkiness because you are connected to God and you have that 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 vision to see it you know what i mean and then when you're strong in faith that means you're strong and you are submitted to divine will and like i said that's so important to for you know your wife or your you know your the person the family you're supposed to lead you have to be submitted to divine will so that they can submit to you you know what i mean because you can't have the blind leading the blind then the entire dynamics messed up you know what i mean if the 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 head of the chain if if the the most important link of the chain not even most important i don't want to say that but like the 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 link of the chain that's connected to the the power source if that gets unplugged then everyone's in the dark you know what i mean and so when you're strong in faith you're able to walk walk with god and and you trust in the situations of life and you believe in the power of god you feel me when you're strong in love you know, it says to love your wife in Ephesians, like right after where it says submit to your husband. It says, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Sacrifice. And so that means to sacrifice. You know, when Christ loved the church so much that this man was willing to let himself be killed for the sake of the body of Christ. You know what I mean? And the body of Christ is all of us. We are the body 
of Christ. We comprise God's physical form on this earth. We are the vessels which God uses to make his dream realized. You know what I mean? And Jesus loved that body so much that he was willing to let himself be killed for it. That is sacrifice. That is support. You know what I mean? That is, and, and, and before he did that, he loved us so much that he was offering healing and grace to everybody. You know what I mean? The disciples, they were all quote unquote sinners. They were tax collectors, which means people who were, who were just taking money from people. They were people who were killing people. They were, they were doing so much dirt. And he was like, but it's cool though. Cause I see your heart and I see your goodness and it's fine. You know what I mean? He was healing people on, on days when they weren't supposed to be healing. Like he loved everyone so much that he didn't care about any of the backlash. He was going to do what he needed to do to take care of and show how much the body of Christ was cared for. You know what I mean? That is what a husband should do. That when you're strong in love, you do that. Like 1 Corinthians, you know, everyone knows this one. Love is patient. First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustices, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. You know what I mean? So this man, like the, the man you're looking for needs to be strong in love and, and embody these qualities. I actually have seen somewhere before that it's like when you are looking for your future spouse or you are trying to discern whether or not someone could be, you should replace their, like when you, in this, this verse, love is patient, love is kind, replace love with their name. And if you can't say everything and it be true still, then they're not strong in love. They're not embodying that unconditional love. And that's not something you need to be around, you know, but strong in patience. Patience is, is I say it all the time. Patience is a virtue. You know what I mean? And when I was a kid, I didn't understand that what that meant. I thought my mom would just say, say it, but I realized, no, patience is is a virtue because when you are patient you are able to wait for god's best instead of just moving on what you think is the right thing to do because a lot of times when we move on what we can see and what we think is the right thing to do without god's revelation before it we end up in situations we don't need to be in we end up doing things we don't need to do but when you're patient and waiting for divine timing and you are patient you are waiting for what you know what what god says to do then you are able to move so much with just so much grace you know what i mean and then when you're patient with with the people close to you when you're a patient with with your family members or with your children eventually you have your children when you're patient with them you know like i said it's just it shows grace it shows it shows you know just a, a strong a strong love ultimately and then we go on to Titus 2 and 7. It says, you should be an example for them in every way by the good things you do. And so again, like, we, what, regardless if you want to be, you are somebody's role model, more than likely. You are, you know, somebody's looking up to you. Either it's like your nephew or it's your cousin's 
or it's 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 the people around you, your friends, your coworkers, somebody is looking up to you as an example. You know what I mean? So you want to be the best example. You take on the role of role model whether you want to or not. And so there's a responsibility to do the right thing and encourage them to the right behavior because you don't want to be the reason somebody else stumbles. You know what I mean? And so like I said, this is something that you should desire if it's desired to embody if you are a man listening to this. And this is something you should desire to look for in your man if you're a woman listening to this. Because these these qualities and these traits represent someone who can, who's just, who's just healthy and not toxic. You know what I mean? Um, I wanted to touch on in another podcast, but I can get to it. But that, that sin, you know, it's, it's. What it is, is what the the kids are saying nowadays, toxicity. That's all sin is. Sin is that which is is deterrent to your well-being, spiritually, mentally, or physically. You know what I mean? So, you need to, to just live, work to live for the highest and, and, and best for yourself possible. And then, so going into women so titus titus 2 goes on to talk about women and in the qualities that women should embody right and so titus 2 and 3 it says also teach the older women to live the way those who serve the lord should live also teach the older women to live the way those who serve the lord should live They should not go around saying bad things about others or be in the habit of drinking too much. Now, again, teaching the older women these things is what leads to the younger generation. Because like I said, everyone's a role model, especially the older you get. You know what I mean? The younger people are looking for guidance. They're looking for examples on how to live. So if you teach the older women to live how the Lord should live, then by proxy, you teach the next generation how the those who love the Lord should live. It says you should not go around saying bad things about others. That's talking bad against. That goes against the basic principle of love. Because again, love is patient. Love is kind. You know what I mean? Like love is is grace. Love is 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 recognizing that everyone messes up and that we're not perfect. So when you talk about someone else, when you're gossiping about someone else, when you're judging someone else and you're, you know, rolling your eyes and mm, girl, you see he did that and you see what he's doing and you see this and then you just all up in people's business and talking about it and just spreading, you know, what is is probably a very low moment for these people. You know what I mean? When you think about when you're talking about someone, you're looking at someone's story and you see them doing wrong or you see them just in a in a bad space and doing bad things. They're probably in a bad headspace they're probably you know they got some stuff they're working through and you are just just further perpetuating and spreading it and telling others and just making that that shame bigger you know what I mean and you know the covenant is fulfilled I I wish I wrote down the verse but I wrote down in my notes it says the covenant is fulfilled when you love God when you love self and you love your neighbor, you know what I mean? That's basically what the, the good news in the gospel is. That's what Jesus's sacrifice represents is the fact that, you know, all you got to do now, like the, the law of the Torah 
that's Jesus was like, I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to, to fulfill that part. And now all you got to do is love. That's all you got to do. And love does not talk about people. Love is not disrespectful. Love is not judgy. Love's, love is not gossipy. You know what I mean? And then it says you should not drink too much. Drinking too much inhibits judgment. It's a literal poison. You know what I mean? It's a literal poison. It's a chemical. It's, 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 it, it alters your entire structure mentally. You feel me? Ephesians 5 and 18 says, do not be drunk with wine, which will ruin your life, but be filled with the spirit. Like, if you ever look at a liquor store, a lot of times it says, like, wines and spirits because it really is a spirit. Like, like in um, Islam, it teaches that the, 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 the jinn is in, in these spirits. When you look at it, it, the jinn is a word for, you know, devils and stuff like that. In Arabic, jinn is a type of alcohol. You know what I mean? It's like these things aren't coincidental, the, the similarities in the words and stuff. Like, it's, it's very in your face, you know what I mean? Like, honestly honestly the, the the truth be in your face you know what i mean like it really like you think about certain drinks are called fireball that sounds like a bad idea like drinks like mad dog 2020 mad dogs that's i think of rabies you know what i mean it's just it's certain i'm not judging because i've drink i'm like i'm not you know i'm not judging but it's just when you understand what you're doing it's like you, you don't want to do it anymore jose uh hosea 4 and 11 says sexual sins strong drink and new wine ruin a person's ability to tr- think straight and again thinking straight that is how you're able to teach that's how you're able to learn that's how you're able to to make sure the people who are coming up behind you are are best equipped with the the right tools to live their best lives you know what I mean and so drinking leads people away from their families if not physically then definitely mentally and emotionally like drinking too much is is definitely just it ruins it ruins your character and it's just it it takes you take on a whole nother person like like if you drink too much you black out but your body's still moving your mind's not there but you're still moving so something else is taking over you know what i mean it's it's a whole nother energy that's inhibiting you um and it's just it's not good right so then we continue two and four it says they will teach the younger women to love their husbands and children and that's like the the Proverbs thirty one, like this um, this verse specifically. Like Proverbs thirty one, the entire verse it it talks about a hell of a woman, and I, I would go into it more here, but I'm talking about Titus specifically, and I don't want to make this too long. But the Proverbs thirty one woman is dope. Like she's out there making clothes. Like it's like you know when when it gets cold, she's not tripping because her kids got everything. Like she's just the most prepared woman in the world. But it says. 31 and 28 her children stand and bless her her husband praises her there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all two and four titus two and four says they will teach the younger women to love their husbands and children as that verse right there that type of woman right there like like children they're standing blessing oh my god you're the best mom in the world you are so loving you're so great you're so kind you're so warm her husband says there are so many virtuous and capable women in the world but you are the best no one else is is like you 
You know what I mean? And 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 when you you feel that these people feel that your husband feels that when you are embodying love, you know what I mean? A woman is soft for a reason. Like I always think about, you know, the the Goldilocks and the three bears story. You know, when Goldilocks goes in there and like the the papa bear his stuff's all big and hard and tough, but the mama bear stuff is like all soft and cozy and and just comfortable and squishy and just like because that's what a woman of mother's love is. You know what I mean? A woman is the womb of the family she's the womb of the child and that's the first home you know what I mean but she's the womb of the family the home is essentially the womb for you as a person living in the world your home is 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 where all your material needs are it's a safe space it's it's your 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 home like it's just a, a feeling of love and it's supposed to be just a warm environment you know what I mean and so you know, it's just where all the maternal needs, all the hugs, all the love, all the kisses, all the the just just softness and gentleness that we need is found in, in a woman. You know what I mean? And then it's it's like it's the antithesis of the seriousness of the man. You know what I mean? It's that balance, like I said, with the Goldilocks and Three Bears thing. It's like the man, Papa Bear, he's all, he's strong and he's sturdy and he's serious and he's dignified and he's, you know what I mean? When you fall, he picks you up and dusts you off and you're okay. Mom's like, oh my God, my baby, are you okay? It's like, it's that balance. You know what I mean? She's patient with the children. She's a, she's a warm hug. She's just a, a nice, soft space to come home to, Right? And then we continue to two and five. It says they will teach them to be wise and pure, to take care of their homes, to be kind and be willing to serve their husbands or again, submit to their husbands. What, like again, I'm breaking it down. Wisdom is the same thing I was talking about with, with the men. Wisdom is that relationship with God and, and letting revelation speak to her so she can guide her home from the inside. Like, as the man's supposed to lead, woman has a leadership role as well. Like it's it's a it's a balance. The two energies play off of each other because the children need both um need the guidance from both areas you know what i mean so she's wise as well and she's wise enough to know because to understand the chain of command you know understand that you know wisdom comes from god goes through the body of christ which is us and the man's the head but she has to have wisdom also to discern who to submit to like i was saying earlier submission is not just something to be taken lightly you know um submission is really getting under the mission of something else and so you have to be wise enough to discern what mission is is worth your energy you know um it says teach him to be pure which means she works in earnest effort to abstain and refrain from temptation and toxicity she refrains from anything that does not aid in growth she refrains from anything that will poison the minds of her children she refrains from anything that will will keep you out of god's grace you know what i mean why do I have this here? Um, and then it says to teach them how to, to take care of their homes. Like that, like I said, it's the women are the womb. Like a home is the womb of the world. You know what I mean? And, you know, homemaking is, is essentially, it's keeping the home. And like, I feel like, you know, feminism, I, I don't like the idea of feminism because I feel like a lot of it is really just pushing women to act like men to be real you know what I mean it's 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 not it's it's 
shunning the quote-unquote traditional role of the woman and then embodying more masculine roles being outside of the home i can wear pants i can like but it's like feminism is not doing things that are not traditionally female it means respecting those things more is what feminism should be you know what i mean like homemaking is a is a great it's one first of all it's a it's a it's a art form it's a skill but it's it's cooking it's keeping it clean it's it's decorating it and making it look nice and and um there's a woman i i follow heather Lindsay, a wonderful preacher um and she was talking about when you're a homemaker you you know you make sure that you you keep all the spirits and 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 people who aren't of god and aren't embodying the fruit of the spirit you keep them far away and you have protections and you bless your home and you anoint it and you cast out any energies and 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 lower vibrations from your home and you do what's necessary to you know if you sage do that if you if you use oil do that whatever you do just pray and and get you know make sure your home just stays clean and pure you know what i mean this is again like this is is not something to be taken lightly like making meals for your kids like i have a friend she says that when she has kids she wants to be that mom who's you know in the kitchen making like you know cutting up the sandwiches with you know cookie cutters and making it all cute and stuff like that like you know that is something to 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 aspire to like there's nothing wrong with homemaking Again, the proper 31 women, 31 and 15, it says she gets up at dawn to prepare prepare breakfast for her household. Like the, the woman, she's happy to make sure that her kids are fed, make sure, you know, her husband's fed, make sure everyone has their food. 31 and 21, it says she has no fear of the winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. Like if she's not making them, she's out buying them. She's prepared. She knows how to take care of her children. You know what I mean? It says she carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. So again, she's just protective. She knows to make sure that, you know, her household is is clean. And when you teach the older women that you teach the younger generation that, like, I actually, I actually, um, my grandma, my grandma has a house out here in Houston. And, uh, when I was growing up, my, my mom and I, it was, it was me and my mom for the most part, just me and her for the first 10 years and uh we moved around a lot and like she's really good and she kept the house clean and she cooked and everything but it's like we were in apartments and we were you know so it wasn't like greatly decorated and my grandma she um is married to a pilot and so they had you know really beautiful home in houston and i would always just you know just see how how nicely decorated it was and how clean it always was and you know see how she would go about like making sure it stayed clean and putting things where it goes and and just having a nice home and so you know in watching that i find myself in my own apartments trying to make sure i embody that same energy even though i don't have a family i'm like i i would like to it's an honor to to have a clean house and you know make sure you're not wearing shoes in the house and make sure you're not bringing energies from outside in the house and just certain things it's like because my grandma did it i do it and so then my children will do it because i will you know keep excuse me keep the tradition so 
this is just the same, you know, I guess, again, this is the type of woman that you should aspire to be, the type of woman that, you know, men should aspire to to embody, not the, the girl who's the cutest, not the girl who dresses the flyest, not the girl who has the best hair, you know what I mean? Like, those things, you know, are, are good. Keep yourself looking good. Keep yourself looking nice. Keep yourself clean. Keep yourself groomed. But that's, that's not, you know, what's substantial when it comes to, you know, just taking care of your family, you know? It's an honor, like I said, to take care of your home. And then, um, again, it says, teach the women to be kind, to be willing to submit to and serve their husbands. And it's like, you know, that, that Destiny's Child cater to you. Like, it's an honor. I want, man, I am, whenever I, when I, I, want, I want a man, like, I swear. And I, I really, I'm, I'm now, I'm, I, whew, there is nothing more I want than than my Titus my Titus man who embodied everything I talked about earlier but it's like whenever I'm in a relationship I'm I'm so affectionate and I'm so lovey-dovey and I'm so what do you need and I'm, I'm a waitress I'm, I'm, a, I'm a servant at by heart I'm a servant by nature I that's just who I am you know and so I love to love on my man you know what I mean and so I, you know, being able to submit to my husband, it's like that cater to you, that destiny child, let me cater to you type of energy. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, that kindness is the fruit of the spirit, that willingness to serve your husband. It's like because Eve was created to help Adam. You know what I mean? The whole purpose of her existence was to be Adam's helper. You know, it was to be his 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 teammate in his assignment you know what i mean and every woman afterwards was created in the same vein we all have that same um that same desire and instinct to want to help our men you know that's where you get actually so many so many women who complain about being their man's mother because we are we want to serve and we want to help and we want to make sure they're good but it's also we want a man who again is worthy of submitting to and doing these things because it's a balance it's a, it needs to be a fair exchange fair trade right i have my notes it says submitting to a man to a mission that aligns with yours is resultantly what results in ultimate growth or in mutual growth you know what i mean because when you are submitting, you are helping someone who is doing the same thing you're doing, you're helping each other ultimately, you know what I mean? And that leadership command of leadership it works. You know, you're able to submit to a mission, but it's not that you're neglecting your own mission in the process because your mission is to help that mission. But whenever your mission is to help another mission, you're with the man you're supposed to be with, then you're helping the wrong man. It's just, it's, you feel me, how cluttered it can get, you know what I mean? But submission is, is really a good thing, you know, it's what I have my notes. It says, uh, submission to a man of God will not result in the loss of personal freedom, you know what I mean? And that can be, I think, sometimes why people don't want to submit, because they don't want to lose their own autonomy and, and ability to live their own life. But that's where, again, the balance of it says, husbands have to submit to their wives in places too it's a balance everyone submits like um uh, it says yeah like christ loved the church is how they're submitting and then ephesians 5 and 21 it says submitting yourselves to one another in the fear or respect of god you know what i mean like it's like to, to when you submit to each other that means you are really living the life that God wants you to live, you know. 
and then whenever you are with someone who's aligned with your mission like it's easy to submit it's easy because you can trust them to lead you you can trust them to do what's necessary you know what i mean and then basically last but last last thing i have um it says in a relationship if both people heed the device heed the advice in the scripture they will be the embodiment of divine masculine and feminine essence which is our ultimate goal as humans when these two embodied energies unite magic happens they become representatives of god mother and father and i have um where it says representative, I have represents, like I have it broken down like that because that's what it is to be. When you embody divine masculine feminine energy, you represent, you you show God to others because they're looking at it through you. You know what I mean? And it's God, the mother and the father. The Bible talks a lot about the father, but we miss out on the mother energy. And like I said, you need both. You need both you need both that's why two-parent households are so important because you need both energies you need the seriousness of a man you need the softness of a woman you know what i mean you need all of these things that we talked about here today you need them to work together to make a home that has a little bit of everything so that you know again the whole purpose of dating and relationship is to lead to family to be fruitful to be multiplied to 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 carry out god's vision on earth you know what i mean to have a bunch of little gods running around but to do that you have to embody god first yourself so you can teach the younger generations how to do so as well and that is what i have for us today i am actually really happy to have gotten that out i really pray that it blesses you i pray that i can't talk okay i pray that this blesses you i pray that you know you got some something out of this and it you know convicts you really to to live your best life and and know that you have value and to wait for someone who is who is your you know just mirror and and can and can provide you with if you're a man with the with the qualities of this woman i was talking about if you're a woman can probably with the qualities of this man you're talking about and at the same time as a man you you embody these qualities like make sure it's just i hope this is really just just something that can 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 anchor you in your uh personal development and ultimate actualization here in this life I love you all so much. I really, really do. I thank you so much for listening. I, I really, I'm, I'm so happy to be here in this space and have this platform and have this ability to be just a, a flute for God. You know what I mean? Like just let God's, God's wisdom flow through me into you and, and share my understanding and my learning and my growth with y'all because this is, this is blessing me too. This is convicting me too. And this has me thinking about, you know, just my, my life. But, um, I'm just happy to have this space to share with y'all and have these discussions with you guys. And I pray you have a beautifully blessed rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your month, rest of your life. I love you. And until next time, I am Asia Elaine, and this has been Soulcology.